Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. All right, good afternoon, everyone, or good morning, depending on when you're uh, watching the uh, YouTube or the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us each week. We appreciate that. Get a lot of good comments, and so thank you for for that, too. Uh, uh, this uh, Labor Day weekend, I hope you had a fantastic uh, Labor Day weekend. I know I did. Uh, Florida State uh, took LSU and turned the Tigers into kitty cats and sent them back home. Uh after their coach made the big statement on Thursday, he was going to beat the heck out of Florida State. And uh, he probably won't make that statement anymore, I don't think, as we go. So if you're an LSU fan, I, you know, we, we, we like you, but uh, we like winning best. So we had a good, good time at Florida State. Matter of fact, we went in behind and came back and scored 31 under answered points. So it did a pretty good di- a job as Florida State. If you like football, if you don't, you know, you're probably bored of what I'm saying, so I'll jump off of that. Matt, I got Matt up in Atlanta. Matt, buddy, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Larry. I hope you are as well. And, uh, yeah, boy, it's that time of year, football season. Yes, sir, buddy. We're, we're excited. The Gators lost, so I'm always sad when they lose. But uh, anyway, the Gators did, did lose. Florida State won and Miami won. That's our our three here in in, in the state that, that we follow pretty much. So. Uh, but this week we got, I think we're going to, uh, volume two of last week. We had so much going on last week. We couldn't get to it all. So we're going to finish up, uh, this week and, uh, uh, talk about a lot of things. And, and one of the things that I'll, I'll kind of do an overview, if you will, a little bit, Matt, is that our financial wisdom quote of the week last week was compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Those who understand it earn it, and those who don't, they will pay it. Albert Einstein said that, and you know what? That's still absolutely true today. And we talked about really what we, what we actually talked about and what we want to talk about again this week, inspect what you expect and how to reduce fees and minimize risk. In the last couple of weeks, Matt, we've been talking about fees, you know, and, and people paying fees and investments and things like that. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna break that down a little bit today as as we go through and 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 give some of our listeners uh, really kind of a maybe an aha moment a little bit to to look at uh, what time what type of fees that people are paying as we go. We talked about, of course, uh, you know Wells Fargo uh, for years has been overcharged in thousand investment advisory accounts to to the point of twenty seven million dollars in fees. Um, so, you know, uh, we're going to, we'll talk a little bit about that as we go is where some of those fees come from really, and how they're getting paid off of those fees in regards to that. We said that 
last week was, you know, uh, cost cutter of the week was, are you, you know, are you paying these fees? And the easiest way to cut costs is eliminate unnecessary fees that you're paying uh, with your retirement accounts and other accounts, really. And and here's a few, uh, a few of the most common uh, fees that pre-retirees Retirees need to be aware of number one: mutual fund charges, operating expenses, uh, type of money. Uh, uh, di- different funds have higher fees. Uh, investment management fees are charged percentage of the managed assets. Uh, brokerage charges in regards to that. How 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 we find those in regards to that. Um, look for front end load and back end load uh, commission accounts, and of course, brokerage may also charge an annual custodian fee. And sometimes they also talk about, uh, you know, exit fees in regards to that. So all of our listeners should take, you know, ask themselves, uh, you know, th- this important question, how much am I paying in fees? Uh, and and uh, here's, here's what I'll say, Matt. I've asked that question probably thousands of times and I've, a lot of times I get a lot of different answers. But one of the most common answers I get is that I'm not sure or my broker says I'm paying this. Uh, and I said, well, that's great. Let's break it down and see what we do. So Matt, I want to get you, if you don't mind to bring up, I'm just going to bring up one of our, uh, one of our recent, uh, uh, clients that, that we did some work for. We won't mention any names or anything like that, but I will say that this is kind of what we do for our clients and give them, uh, you know, what they can do as far as reducing fees and what the fees cost. So this particular client, uh, as you can see on the board, it says investment risks, uh, your portfolio may be subject to number one, uh, loss of principal, purchasing power risk, interest rate risk, or stock market risk. Well, in this particular situation, there was there three of those were, were, were checked, purchasing, uh, pow- uh, purchasing power risk, uh, interest rate risk, and stock market risk, right? Uh, the other one was the portfolio mix uh, of fixed and variable accounts and how that was broken down. Unfortunately, when we talk about fixed accounts, we talk about guaranteed. Uh, had She had nothing in guarantee. This was a single mom. Uh, she was 47 years old. Her husband had recently died. This was where a lot of this money had, had come to her on. And she had put it with this advisor uh, and... Uh, anyway, she wanted to find out exactly what she pays in fees. So, unfortunately, she said she had a hundred percent in variable account subject potential loss of principal uh, in the market is where she was sitting. Uh, if we look at the rule of thumb, we talk about you know we even did a segment on this about your age and if you take that away from a hundred, you know where where you would be as far as how much you should have invested where. And she said she was a moderate. Uh, uh, you know, a more conservative investor, because again, this was all the money that she had. And again, most of this came from uh, an insurance and, and, and a retirement account that her husband had when he passed away. She has two kids. And we look at what kind of risk she was taking. So if she was a very aggressive uh, investor, uh, based upon her age, she should have about 78% in variable. If she was at a moderate, she should have about 63%. And if she was conservative, which she said she was, she should have about 53% in variable. Unfortunately, Matt, in this particular situation, 
her diversification was she had 100% in equities. Um, so she was way past even the most aggressive uh, 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 mix of 78%. She was well past that at 100%. Now her her portfolio her 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 mixed diversification, uh, her diversification wasn't that great for sure. But she had fair correlation among her assets, and but she was taking more risk than conservative uh, versus where she was thought she was at today. Uh, then we look we look at the investment mix of our portfolios or over over. Portfolio mix was this number one mutual funds. Uh, she had mutual funds. She did not have an invertible life. She had individual security stocks. She had some bonds uh, in in that portfolio, uh, and she had a very very. She didn't have any variable annuities, no fixed annuities, and no exchange traded funds. Uh, so stocks and mutual funds and bonds is and is where she was. And those bonds really were mutual fund bonds, if you will, right? Uh, she had very little in cash. I mean, when I say cash, she had um, probably two thousand uh, dollars in cash in those accounts or cash equivalents. Now, Matt, for for the aha moment or for the eye-opening uh, moment that we talk about, you know, we say you know you should check and see what your fees are. So. This is how the fees broke down that this lady was paying or either was coming out of her account before her return. So first of all, her management fees to the broker that she was using, we're not going to mention any names, but for the broker, she was paying $6,048 a year uh, for her uh, management fees on an annual basis. On her, on her mutual fund, the, the, um, fees for her mutual funds, now she had a lot of mutual funds, by the way, and the fee structure on those. Now, remember, these are these are these are fees that's coming out of her account before she receives her return. She was paying seventeen thousand and twenty dollars in mutual fund fees, and so her total management fees. Uh, if you look at that with their mutual funds and a management fee that he was charging to manage those mutual funds, her her broker is twenty three thousand sixty eight dollars. Which, you know, off the top sounds like a lot, Matt, to be honest with you, right? $23,000. You know, if we look at this for a second, their total assets, if you look at their total assets, there was a turnover ratio. And what does turnover ratio mean? Turnover ratios is what's inside the mutual funds that the manager of those mutual funds are, you know, buying and selling stocks inside those mutual funds and you know, an average mutual fund probably has you know 100 stocks and bonds sitting into it so a manager you know is buying and selling inside there there's a cost to that uh in regard john bogle that started you know vanguard funds that that cost the average investor about 3.5 percent we use we use the fee of of 2.6 but out of her total portfolio 60 percent of her portfolio of her mutual funds was being turned over uh, so that was 219,000. And by the way, now this particular situation, uh, when we're talking about fees right here, we're talking about a, a, a portfolio amount, uh, about a little bit over $500,000. So, uh, $219,000 of that, 
uh, or the 504, 219,000 has 60% turnover ratio. There's an, another hidden fees that she doesn't see of another $3,400.37. So if you look at the total fees, Matt, that she was paying on her account was $26,505.68. Now, here's what I'll say to you. Let's break that down by the month because a lot of times people, that's where we live monthly. And I've heard this, I've heard this said before. People say, well, you know, I've heard this even said to me. People said, Larry, I don't really care how much fees I make as long as I'm making money. Well, if that's, that's always, that's, that's always a true statement until they see actually how much, how much fees they're actually paying, Matt, when they see it in dollars and cents, right? When we break it down for them. In this case, she was paying $2,208.81 per month in fees. And one of the questions I always ask the client, if I'm sitting down and we're going over this with, 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 with our investment advisory team, you know, one of the questions that we, that we ask is that, are you getting that type of management? And normally we get, no way, Jose, are we, are we getting that kind of management of $2,200 a month? On top of this, match, on top of the $2,200 that she'd been paying in this account, uh, the mutual funds, they showed some front-end mutual funds. We brought that up a few minutes ago. Front-end mutual funds. He also received $12,251 of upfront fees on the mutual funds, front-loaded funds that he had sold her. So if you look at this, there's $24,000, $24,000 a year in fees going out. Either she's writing a check for that, and she did write a check for uh, the $6,000 and the $12,000. That, that came out of her account. That's $18,000, $18, Matt, plus the $17,000 in what the mutual fund is taken out of her account before she receives her, um, her returns. Plus, on top of all of this, uh, she was told, according to her, she was told that she only pays uh, fees when she makes money. Okay, well, um, unfortunately, and this lady's also lost $100,000 of principal that she started with in regards to that. So when we, when, we say, when we say you need to inspect, you know, and look at what you're paying, uh, you need somebody to break it down for you and say, you know, find out exactly, exactly what you pay. Now, listen, we do investment advice here, you know, with, with, with what we do with, with our investment team here. And we do get paid. Don't get me wrong. We do get paid. Uh, but I guarantee you, uh, not even close to what we're getting paid in this particular situation. So kind of give me, kind of give you that idea, Matt. Uh, what we're doing so that was an eye-opening experience uh really for her i bet it was you know when you see it on on uh paper when you see it in black and white and and bright red <laughs> like that yeah um it really does bring it home because it's like you know a lot of times as you say a lot of these fees can be kind of hidden in or, or or be sort of uh, you know talked about in the abstract and or just you know when they're mentioned, oh, it's, you're only going to be charged a fee if you make money on the investments inside your portfolio. 
well, that's not exactly true. Maybe I'm, I, I only, this one fee over here, maybe that's only charged if I make money, but there's all this other stuff that's charged whether I make money or lose money. <laughs> so it's, it's, fees can be confusing. And they, and let me tell you, they can not only weigh down your investment portfolio, they can, they can kind of take a huge chunk out of your um, investments as well. If you're, if you're not careful. And I think if you're not working with the right person. Yeah. And again, we're not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but I'm telling you, this is, I mean, this is, this is an exorbitant amount of fees. I get this, but this is nothing that we don't see uh, time and time and time again when we break down, especially with people who don't think there are a lot of times people say, well, we're not paying very much fees at all. Right. Well, you know, $24,000. I, I mean, that's, 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 that's a dollar or two, and and you know when we when we look at that and and, and make that happen for people, so you know it, it makes a difference. So you know, I always say this: get a second opinion, right? You know, have your have your finances. You know, this is what we call an X-ray. I just went through a part of the X-ray. That's just one part that we do for our clients to show them. You know exactly what they're what they're what they are costing them in fees on their investments, and people need to know that. But that's one part of that X-ray that that your family bank and first financial education we do for our clients is to show them that. So give us a call at 904-940-9555, or you can go on to our website at yourfamilybank.org. Put your information in there and. You, you know your name and email and phone number, and and one of our uh, our people here at our office will contact you and 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 talk to you and 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 again, you don't have to be here. You can be in any state in the United States. Uh, uh, you know, all of them that we that we can help you in, and we're licensed in every state out there today uh, that can help you. But uh, even Zoom calls. Uh, I'm doing a Zoom call with this particular client, and this particular client happens to be in uh, Pennsylvania uh, that we're that we're working with here. So my point is, you know, you owe it to yourself uh, to. I mean, you think of it yourself. What if you thought you're paying, I don't know, six thousand uh, dollars management fee, and you come to end up you're you're, you're paying over twenty four thousand dollars. Uh, wouldn't that be a, wouldn't you want to know that? I mean, <laughs> oh I, yeah, I think I would want to know that, right, man? I mean, we want to know that for sure, right? Definitely. I mean, that, that's a bit of a shock to the system. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, I, 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 I know, I know. So anyway, uh, we did want to, we, we did want to, uh, you know, share that with you. I mean, we've been talking about fees and how to cut fees and all that. And I thought really I would, I would put it, you know, to the point that, you know, break it down for you and see what real life fees look look like in regards to that another thing that we talk about too and we did and, and i'll and i'll we'll come get some guarantee things in a few minutes but you know the sequence of risks uh you know that we take a lot and we look at these uh sequence of risk and 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 we we think about that and how does that work uh we talk about you know the correlation and the risk management and and stability of the returns that that you want to have, and you know what you don't want to have if the market's dropping, right? If it's going down, you don't want you don't want to have everything go go down. You want to have some some things maybe go up versus something go down to set off that. 
But you talk about the sequence of return and, you know, that's the, the risk that retirees and pre-retirees face when experiencing poor investment returns, uh, especially early in their retirement years, which can lead for depletion of their portfolio significantly affect their ability to sustain their desired uh, desired lifestyle through throughout retirement and the impact of a portfolio. But if a negative investment returns occur during your initial years of retirement, the portfolio value can significantly be reduced, certainly, but withdrawing funds to cover living expenses from a shrinking portfolio exacerbates the problem, exacerbates it. You know, as the remaining funds have less potential to recover when the market uh, eventually improves. And so, yeah, if you're taking losses early, it doesn't hurt you as bad, but it can hurt. But the long-term consequence of that is a depleted portfolio early in retirement can lead to, you know, number one, higher likelihood of running out of money later in life, especially if there's market doesn't recover quickly enough. And this can force retirees to make drastic changes in their lifestyle or rely more on heavily on their income social sources like social security. And sometimes it's non-reversible. Uh, Sometimes individuals uh, uh, in their working years who can continue contributing to their retirement accounts during the market downturns, you know, they can, they can, you know, uh, get put, put more, more money in, but retirees, guess what? When they're, when they're taking money out, they're not replacing that portfolio uh, doing the same situation. But if you think about it, you know, let's say let's say that if you're you, you know you're looking at your portfolio that lost you know twenty percent of its value in a down year. Let's say twenty percent. Can they lose twenty percent? Absolutely. We just the market just lost last year down twenty two percent. Notice about the market achieves twenty percent gain the following year. Many people like the even, and that's not true uh, because in order to you know if you're down twenty percent, remember. 20% of your money is gone, right? So now you've got to at least do a 25% uh, 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 return to get back to the original 20% that you lost in regards to that. But that, and that, that sounds like much, but doing a 25% return is not easy. But what if you lost a 30% of your portfolio? Now you got to do a 42% return. You know, and you're not, and normally you're not going to do that in one year. It's going to take a couple of years to get that back. But, you know, let's go over to, let's, let's go back to 07 and 08. And, you know, if you're, if you're keeping up with the news, I know that most of you are on this call. I mean, you've got, you've got a lot of things going on out there in the world today. You got China, you got Russia, you've, you've, you, you've got uh, North Korea, you got all these things happening. Uh, you got the political climate that is absolutely crazy what's going on on the political uh, uh, climate right now with all the stuff that's coming out and all the news things that, that's coming out today that's going to affect situation. You've got inflation, uh, uh, which is, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, it is is crazy. We talked about that, Matt, man, you talked about that. Just going out to dinner, what it costs you to go out to dinner today on the inflation side, it you know, I mean, it's going to suffer all the way through. I mean, things are going to suffer all the way through on this inflation. But let's go out the 07 and 08 when the market, you know, the market dropped, dropped 50%, right? Um, 
And you go back to the 80s when it happened again. So I've been through it twice. But if you have a 50% drop by, Matt, you've got to do 100% to get back to even. 100%. Yeah. Right? And so think about that for a second. At 10% per year, it'd take you 10 years just to get back to where you were. Now think about this, ladies and gentlemen. If you're... I call it, we talk about it, uh, all about the red zone. And matter of fact, we stopped LSU three times in a red zone, fourth and one. That was kind of cool. Um, and, and at the end of the day, though, the red zone is that, you know, if you have this happen, you know, 10 years before retirement or, or, or 10 years, a- or excuse me, five years before retirement or five years after retirement, that's, that could be devastating. I mean, it could really be devastating. And this, and this client that we were just discussing a few minutes ago, she lost. You know, she's paying all these fees, but on top of that, she lost over a hundred thousand dollars of her retirement. And this is all the money that she has, you know, from her husband's passing away death. And and at the end of the day, uh, uh, it can be devastating to any person, uh, no matter how old they are, who they are out there, especially when you're getting five years you know, on either side of retirement and you take that kind of loss. So you got to be careful, uh, in, you know, that in, in doing those types of things and knowing how to protect your retirement from the sequence of return risks, because it can be, uh, uh, risky diversification, having diversified portfolio that includes both growth. You want to have growth and defensive assets can help mitigate, um, uh, the improper poor market uh, portfolio. So I give you, for instance, EL and wealth management here at, at your family bank and first financial education centers, our money managers that we use here. I mean, the market was down 20%. We were only down six, right? Well, guess what? I mean, yeah. Were we down? Yeah. Only six though, not 20. Right. And so you don't, you don't want to have everything in the position to, to like it, it all drops. You want to have some stuff that's still going to perform if the market goes down. And that's what we put the defensive portfolios together that, you know what, if the market does drop, guess what? We're not taking this huge drop and creating guaranteed income, including guaranteed income sources like annuities can, can certainly fall into that category and provide constant stream of income regardless of market conditions. Right. Um, have an emergency fund, maintaining the emergency fund outside the investment portfolio can provide a cushion. And if something happens in the market, a downturn reducing the risk, uh, uh, not to sell the investments at that low price, right? In regards to that. So, you know, at the end of the day, if this is something, if this is something that you want to be able to, number one, have a check, see where you stand, see what diversification is, see See where you're standing, fees. Give us a call at 904-940-9555 here directly to our offices here. Um, and you will talk to me. Uh, you will get an appointment with me. You won't be passed off to someone else. And and also, um, you know, you can reach us at yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org, and make sure that uh, put your information and we can contact you and set up an appointment with you. I want to I want to change gears just a little bit at the end, uh, Matt. Here a little bit, but I did want to finish up on this part, saying, 
you know, the renewed uncertainty of the market, you know, fame hedge fund manager expecting stock market volatility. So if we talk about the renowned hedge fund manager, uh, Michael Burry, successfully, you know, wagered against U.S. housing bubble in 2008, a gutsy call that became the, really the, the focal point of the book uh, that he wrote and the film, The Big, uh, the big Short, right? I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, the big short, right? Now, uh, now he says betting on uh, against the United States uh, stock market and his latest uh, 13F filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, Barry's firm, Sycon uh, Asset Management, disclosed a substantial amount of put options against the exchange-traded funds, ETFs, that track the major U.S. stock market indices, such as S&P 500 and others. Put options provide the holder the right to sell an asset at a predetermined price, and the value of put option typically increases when the price of underlying assets uh, drop. So with a combined value of $1.6 billion, these put options account for 93.59% of breweries portfolio at the end of June. If you are weary about the market future, like uh, Barry was, there are investment opportunities outside the realms of stocks. And th- talking about some of those, fixed index annuities track the performance underlying stock market prices uh, or, or indices while providing a floor, zero floor protection that protects the investment 100%. FIAs, fixed index annuities, also have a 100% reserve requirement, which provides the investor investor with a guaranteed income stream for life, which is great in regards to that. Also, that can be done by structured notes in, in, in looking at that. So at the end of the day, you gotta, you, you, you gotta make sure that your investments are safe. You've gotta make sure that you've got, if the market's dropped, you've got some, you've got some protection and some guarantees in that. And some of the ways that you can you can really be uh, and make sure something's going to happen is, is is make sure what kind of fees you are paying in, in your accounts in regards to that. I was I was reading uh, Matt just recently and and I was talking about uh, some of the things that we've got uh, out there today and and what's going what's 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 going on today in, in regard with him with them up and, and employers today. Uh, one of the questions we had, I was, I was on a training call before I was coming on the podcast with, with advisors. And one of the things I asked, I asked the advisors, I said, you know, I said, you know, and we're talking about employers too. You know, what is the one thing, what is the one thing an employer wants out of an employee, right? Uh, and I asked, I asked that as a group and I said, what is, what is the number one thing they want? Well, we got honesty, which, which is true. Uh, we want honesty. Um, number uh, second we got was, was, um, you know, loyalty. And I, I I agree with that uh, loyalty. And those are two, two great things to have, but the one, the one that employers want most, certainly, uh, above of course, they want honest people and they want well people, they want to have productivity, right? And so Matt, if you're not producing, you know, for an employer, you may not be there very long, right? 
I mean, <laughs> we understand that, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if you're not pulling your, you're not pulling your weight, um, then you're not gonna potentially be, you know, having any weight to pull, uh, <laughs> for very long in that position. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I want to speak, I want to speak to, if you're an employer out there, let's say that you have employees that work for you. And I, I, I want to I go off this thing a little bit. And I, I made some notes on this. I, I may read some of these notes here, but employers usually offer a range of benefits that are designed to meet the needs of their uh, diverse em, uh, employees, help financial and personal needs of employees and their families, right? I mean, especially in corporate America. Uh, in regards to that. So, you know, in my, my question was, you know, what do employees want from the, from their employees? According to the U.S. Department of Labor, and this is who wrote this, I didn't write this, but according to the U.S. Department of Labor, um, it costs about 30% of total compensation uh, for private and federal employees to provide this type of benefits for their em employees, which is good. Uh, it costs 38% for state and local to do that, right? And this is all tied to uh, productivity. And, and, and here's the reason why. Employees have a vested interest uh, promoting benefits to support employees' engagement as well as production uh, of their work and work life and their life and balance of their home life. This equals to make an employee feel cared for health and happiness are drivers connected to directly to productivity, right? And job loyalty, right? So, you know, uh, what they're saying in essence is, is Matt, they're saying, you know what? We want to provide, you know, things for, you know, your health, uh, uh, your financial needs. I mean, 401ks, all the things that they do, health insurance and things of this nature, not only to you, but, you know, it, it goes more into, you know, even the family, right? Because, you know, a person is, I, you know, I asked this question, you know, you, you got this guy that has, has this tremendous, tremendous, you know, fight with his wife and they're, they're all stressed out over, over money, right? And they have this fight with his wife on, you know, right before he goes to work. You know, what kind of work day is that guy going to have? <laughs> I could do. I can tell you, you know, from 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 experience, ladies and gentlemen, that that's not a very good day in his life, and that's not going to be a good a good day in her life either, right? You know, uh, you know, man, I don't know if you've ever been there, but I I have been there, and it it does a good day. I mean, I'll be honest with you, right? Not not too fun, uh, you know, not doesn't make for the best and most productive day at work. <laughs> It doesn't. And usually it's something that you, a lot of times it's something that you've got to take care of when you get to work, because guess what? Maybe people, you know, things are not open or so a lot of times we're doing something in that realm at work, you know, of taking care of personal business. And, you know, it is said that, you know, a person spends over 40 hours working on personal finance and uh, during business hours. The second thing, which 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 I thought was interesting to find out, uh, they also sh said that forty two percent of employees feel that they are not cared by their employer. Forty two percent. That's a lot to me, and in regards to that, and and I think that 
for a person to be happy, to be loyal to, um, and that loyalty means staying at the job, if you will, uh, they want to feel, they want to feel needed and, you know, and we have this, we have things that come through our life called qualified life events, right? Uh, or events in our life that happen, you know, such as having a baby, um, marriage or divorce that that certainly can come into that situation right maybe a, a child is turning 26 and kind of aging out of the healthcare system that they may have at, at work or something like that or maybe they're retiring you know some of that nature there's a qualified you know a, 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 a you know event at, at at work and and one of the things I thought about, Matt, and, and doing all what we do in talking about your family bank, your family bank can create really a, a tremendous benefit for an employer. And, uh, and, 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 and there's many ways it does, but let me just give you a few of those. One, it doesn't cost the employer anything, uh, number one. So that's, that's pretty good for the employer. But helping his employees, think about this for a minute. If you have an employee that number one has a plan, and by the way, let me let me let me read this and I'll and I'll come back to this real quick. Mutual Omaha did a survey. 88% of respondents said they have a responsibility to protect their own financial fu uh, future uh, for their family. Many, many of them expressed uh uncertainty about how to accomplish that goal. And only 26% felt somewhat confident uh, on their retirement. That means that 74% did not. Also went on to say that 41% of, of people are using their retirement savings to have used, um, used funds to pay for family members' education. Now, here's, here's I want to tie this together uh, uh, here, Matt, is, is this. Your family bank takes a person and let's say it gives them a plan to show them how to get out of debt. It gives it increases their cash flow. So let's think about that for a second. I have now I, I now have an employee uh, that forty two percent of the employees out there uh, feel that we don't we don't care for them. Uh, they all feel that providing benefits. Uh, to me is a good thing, but they want they want to be cared for uh, and feel cared for. What better way of showing a, a, an employee how you could give him a path? And and there, remember, seventy four percent of the people don't have a, don't even feel a way to protect their financial future. Show them how to get out of debt, increase their cash flow. What does that do? Uh, it alleviates that stress that they had before they came to work about him and his spouse or the spouse or whoever partner, whatever the case may be, are fighting over money, which is a, which is a leading cause of divorce today in this country. It also causes spouses abuse and child abuse and suicide and murder. Financial stress is one of the strongest situations out there that can cause all of that. And at the end of the day, what if you could show an employee, give them a way that the employer would come in, do a lunch and learn, uh, men a mentor meeting to come in and listen to an expert to show them how they could get out of debt, show them how to improve their cash flow, be able to put more money 
in their account and give them a goal. In most cases, Matt, I'll say this, I'll go on the record to say this, in most cases, not all cases, but give them almost an additional million dollars of retirement uh, by just taking their their liabilities and turn them into assets going forward that creates the benefit that I've got a happy, more happy employee. I got I got a layer of guy that that maybe they're a single, maybe they're a single woman. Uh, maybe maybe they they are they're the ones in charge. And God bless single uh, uh, mothers out there today that carry both sides of the fence because at the end of the day. You know, and, and if a guy, you know, and I'll, I'll go on record saying this too, if the guy got checked out and left, he's a sorry duck for sure. But here's the point at, if she's carrying that load, why not show her a better way to increase her cash flow, to help at home, to give her a way to have retirement and to make a way that she doesn't have to use all that money to take out a retirement to help pay for, remember, we said 41%. Are taking money out of retirement to, to help pay for education that we can show them a way of doing that. By the way, by the way, Matt, the first case that we just talked about a few minutes ago, we probably could save that person at least a thousand dollars a month and another thirteen thousand dollars. And how they were able to do that to put that back and help them on a monthly basis to improve their cash flow, to have more money in retirement, to be safer in their uh, their, their retirement and give them a gold and give them a way of, of paying for that. Remember, 74% based upon the study that they did, don't know a way of doing it. Why not you be the employer? Because I'm talking to the employer right now, or maybe you're, maybe you're a manager or maybe you're an H&R person. Listen, contact us here at 904-940-9550 the Your Family Bank First Financial Education Centers here in, in San Augustine, Florida. And I don't care if you're if you're in Chicago or you're in California or Texas or it doesn't matter where you're at. We can help you put a plan together for your employees to put them in a better situation. You tell me which better employee you're going to have some some person that's got a plan to get out of debt and be in debt free at nine or ten years down the road and be able to free up that money to go for helping for college or helping for retirement or whatever the case may be uh, to, to, to retire on time and not to work to age 70. That's what your family bank's all about. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, uh, believe it or you don't believe it, doesn't matter to me, but I'm telling you at the end of the day, this thing works. It will help you get in position. You've got a plan. It puts it in position. It, it we, we help you with it. It's not that it's not something that you're going to have to eat rice and beans and don't have no fun and cut up all your credit cards. You're not going to do any of that. We're going to put you in a position that you can make this happen and make it work for you. That's what your family bank's about. Find out what kind of fees you're paying. You know, look at that situation, make it work for you. And if you don't, if you don't do it, shame on you because what? What? Take an hour. I mean, take one hour and, 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 and call, just pick up the phone, set an appointment with an hour. I promise you, we can tell you what we can do and help you. So, well, Larry, I don't have an hour. Well, then you don't have an hour, but I guarantee you one, you got an hour. You can make an hour, make that time. You know, people do what they want to do, uh, but sure. Here's what, here's my new phrase. Here's my new, here's my new phrase, um, Matt. Here, 
no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes, no excuses. No matter what it takes, no excuses. Let's get debt free. Let's get ourselves, let's save marriages. Let's, let's save kids. Let's, let's put, put ourselves in a better situation. Let's create more retirement because guess what? The government plan is not doing it. And I'm telling you right now, there's ways that you can do it today that can, that can change your life forever. This guy right here, Larry McLean, is talking to you. I've done it. Thousands and thousands of people are doing it every single day, and it works. So, Matt, I know we're right against the time. I didn't want to go too long today because we had a lot coming off the holiday. Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, Matt, this is what we need to do for people. We, we're just... You know, if people just let us help them, that's what I want to do. Let us help you, right? That's absolutely right. You know, I mean, it, it, the the help is there. It is it is waiting, um, and it's super important because you know, like you said, not only does um, you know debt and 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 just being you know, because if you're in debt, you're inherently you're you're behind. You know, you're you're owing people money. You're you're trying to get get those those debts paid off and all that. Not only does that weigh on you, not only does that weigh on your wallet, your pocketbook, or whatever. It also can weigh on your personal life, your relationships, your job, all of the above. I mean, it, it, if you really want to improve every aspect of your life, I think you you owe it to yourself to at least explore the possibility and find out what is possible um, when you're you know going to work with the good folks there at your family bank. I mean, it's 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 really that easy. And you don't really have any anything to lose because the consultation's free, and like you said, it. It, it, you're not spending a lot of time uh, doing it either. Yeah, you know, we, we talk about, we, I've talked about this before, and i said this before, you know, there's three reasons people are not successful, and, there, there, and there's really three reasons. Number one, um, 80% of the people will, will, will not make a change. They'll just stay in their comfort zone. They won't, they won't make a change. They'll just keep doing what they're doing, and they'll expect a change. Ladies and gentlemen, in order to make a change, you got to change. You got to change something. It ain't <laughs> to have a change. You got to change something. Number one, number two, we 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 take the adage of oh well, I can't do this. I'm the victim. You know, I I I I don't have enough time, or uh, I don't have I, I don't have an hour. I don't have thirty minutes. I can't make the phone call. I I can't do it. So they're going to keep you doing exactly what they're going to do. Or lastly, they take and the third reason they they take the path of least existent resistance. They're not going to do anything. They're going to just keep doing it. That's the three keys of being success. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, your family bank, I don't give my time here and, and, and you know, hours of time to put these things out to help me. The reason we put them out here is to help you. I'm help. I mean, listen, I don't owe anybody anything. Uh, I've got, I, I do this. Could I retire? Could I retire? Could I retire? Absolutely, 100%. I got plenty of money to take care of all that. I don't have to, do a, I don't have to hit a lick. But here's what I'm saying. I want America to be in a situation that they can get a hold of what, because I see people all the time and I see people depressed and I see people in their situation. It doesn't have to be that way. You can make a change, but ladies and gentlemen, it's up to you. You got to make that change. And as like I tell my kids, if you keep doing what you're doing, don't expect any change to happen because it's going to keep doing the same. So Matt, again, buddy, Always pleasure having you on the show. Uh, always be there. I don't, I don't want to do it with anybody else. You the, you the man, buddy. We appreciate you so much. 
And uh, thank you so much for today. Well, thank you, Larry. I appreciate you as well, sir. And I plan on sticking around. So I think you're stuck with me. <laughs> Good deal, buddy. Me too, man. Have a great day. God bless all of you. Appreciate all of you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.